This episode of Important If True is brought to you by Quip. Convenient, well-designed electric toothbrushes sent to your home with brush head refills every three months. And if you go to tryquip.com slash thumbs, you can get $10 off your first brush head refill. That's tryquip.com slash thumbs. What are we starting with? <laughs> Drunk hobo, Chris Ramo. What are we <laughs> starting with? We're starting with... Shot the beer. <laughs> uh, good stuff. Yeah. Remember when we used to start a timer when it was time to start I the might, podcast? I got my finger Remember right when Pat's timer. aggressive shithead was here? <laughs> I do. It was, it was I hope you like recently. podcasts full of passive aggressive shitheads. You're in one. <laughs> <laughs> it's July 20th, 2017. And this is Important If True. Wow. From <laughs> from Idle Thumbs, I'm Chris Remo. I'm Mick Brecken. And I'm Jake Rodkin. Hey, guys. Hey! hey. I'm alone from NPR. <laughs> yeah. I'm from All we- Things Considered or whatever. <laughs> All things considered, it is actually, I guess, the NPR title of important. If true. That's true. Yeah, 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 yeah. right. Yeah. They just c- they consider them. We just declare. We just they're all right. true because <laughs> we know anything. Yeah. in this yeah. world, I uh, what I know in this world was um, thrown into stupid relief the other day. Um, early in the in the run of this podcast, I I with certain recommendations. Like most notably shoehorns and and that sort of uh, sort uh-huh. of domestic bullshit, I um, quickly gained a reputation for being an old man, <laughs> the old man of this podcast. Yes, and I had an experience the other day that uh, that sort of like wrenched that out of my podcast life into sort of my day to day interaction with the world in a in a strange way so uh one of the things that i sort of spend a lot of mental energy on is um thinking about how kids are screwing up the world yeah well (laughs) it's okay how things used to be better back in the day (laughs) yeah um so one of the things i i like sort of hobbies i have i guess is um like miles and points collecting for for travel, um, which is totally not throwing any, any like more wood onto the fire. Whatever. Um, <laughs> so, um, so I, I spent a lot of time like paying attention to ways to get like cheap flights and to get free travel and things like that. And one of the weird, one of the sort of stranger methods to it to it um, that is used in in that community, shall we say, is that the AARP, the American Association of Retired Persons or People or whatever, they have a, a discount deal with British Airways. So if you're a, an AARP member um, you and you buy airfare through British Airways, you can get a discount that ranges that ranges from like, I don't know, 35 to $200, depending on what class of service you buy. So it's just this sort of discount you can get. And an ARP membership is only like $11 a year or something. As it turns out, they don't actually check your age. Like, if you buy a ticket on British Airways with the ARP discount, there's no point, like, 
through okay. in the checkout process or when you get on the airplane where they or when you join you, the AARP, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, that's all. You're just sort of sailing the over the fact that you're an yes. AARP member. Yeah, so I have a I have a three year <laughs> prepaid membership to the AARP, um, <laughs> so that I can so that I can get discounts on British Airways flights, which is, uh, I mean, it works. It's just a thing you can do. You can you can send um, in your proof of age or proof of shoehorn. Right. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> yeah. Send in yeah, one they, Amazon they receipt <laughs> for your most recent five purchases. Okay, yeah. just let yeah, this guy yeah, yeah, yeah. Just let him they in. Have a very <laughs> liberal attitude to. He to brought those. Got those kitchen jars. Got that shoehorn. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> and so this is. I mean, that is something that I signed up for like a year and a half ago at this point. I've had that for a while. But one of the things that happens when you get an AARP membership is you just get the AARP magazine, mm-hmm. which comes once a month or whatever it does. That's just like included in the thing. And you, um, I mean, I guess I could probably go online and say, stop sending this to me. But Why I, would you do that? But yeah, it's just it just comes. And so the other, I had this experience the other day. I, you know, I live in a, an apartment building in San Francisco. It's a sort of small, it's like a, I don't know, probably 12 unit building. And there's a, there's a guy there who lives on site and is basically the building manager. And he's the guy who sort of just makes sure everything's fine and that, you know, um, uh, stuff is being delivered properly and uh, makes sure that sort of the um, garbage gets picked up and all, and all that sort of stuff. And he's just this sort of older gentleman who's clearly been in this building for decades and has been there for a long time. So uh, he comes up to me. I, I He often will sort of like flag you down if there's a package that's been delivered and he wants to make sure you pick it up so it doesn't just sit around waiting to be stolen or whatever. And he flags me down as I'm getting into the building and he's like, hey, hey, 305, which is my apartment number. He calls everyone by their apartment numbers. And he's like, you get you get your, your magazine? You get your thing there? And I'm like, the, the what? He's like, you know, like the, what is it? The AAA? Is the A? Is the, what is it? The tri- AARP. It's AARP. You get your AARP? And I was like, oh, uh, yeah. He's like, there's three of us in there who get that one. It's me, it's 303, and it's you. And I'm sitting here, it's this like old man, basically, yeah. is like, it's like, ah, oh, yeah, there's three of us. We're all in the AARP. And and I and I sort of just like bum bum bum. Come on, I'm sitting what there like, this? what the hell could I possibly say yeah. to this? And he's not like challenging me on it. He's just like ah. Oh, he just looks at you and he's like, certainly this is a man who lives a life of leisure. He right. he is certainly retired, as am I, a building manager yeah. who still works every day. Well, and when I and when it, when he was going through his like list of acronyms to try when he was like triple I'm like yeah the triple I like started to try and preempt him to like stop him from his brain getting to the eventual thing because of the like crippling shame of knowing that he was about to like declare me a a member of the ARP like in out on the street in public was just like I just had this like tiny panic attack in my head. Yeah. Uh, but no, he got there. He got right. there and then declared that we're all part of it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and I went into the building and picked up my ARP magazine yeah. and then went up to my apartment and threw it in the recycling bin like I do every <laughs> single month. Uh, but then I booked it? A, but then I booked travel in British Airways using AARP discounts. So right. fuck everyone. Um, <laughs> so that was an experience I had the other day. And it was... Uh, There's a lot going on in my head right there. <laughs> but... <laughs> fine <laughs> you did it though i did it to yourself i did it to myself yeah i you, reaped i reaped the rewards and the yeah. uh, yes and and the hoistings um a sort of very gentle senior hoisting though because that guy didn't even care the only one no who, he didn't actually care. no yeah to turn that into the sitcom scene you would have to find somebody who really 
like shamed you over that, right? Like that's you'd have true. to you'd have that's to be true. coming back from like a first date or something, or by, you know, like, like yeah, by the. Or you have a neighbor or, with whom oh. you've exchanged pleasantries about yeah. people abusing privileges in society right. or something. Right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, and you're like, sure. oh, yeah, yeah, I hear yeah. you, I hear you, yeah. I hear you. And then that guy's like, hey, hey, you're AARP magazine. You're like, oh. <laughs> yeah. As that, as that, the other guy is like glaring at me from- Right, getting you know, his out, rail. The, out the window yeah. or right. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Looking down from the second story. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Well, we're just, well, it's just a matter of time. Mm-hmm. Just a matter of time until I put myself into that kind of horrible situation. Um, so that was my day the other day. Nice. Yeah. Uh, we have an email from Patrick who says, hey, guys. Hi, Patrick. Nothing stresses me out more than watching a movie where someone's alarm goes off and it makes the same noise my own alarm does. I always have a mini existential crisis where for a few moments, I think I'm just watching the movie in a dream and I'm about to wake up. It's the only sound I can hear that immediately makes me doubt the existence of everything around me. If Hollywood can get together and decide that all phone numbers should start with 555 for the sake of everyone's sanity, they should decide on a universal alarm clock sound that doesn't exist in the world. What should it be? That's a good good point. It is a yeah. good point. So the one... I, I My phone is just on vibrate. It's I never really have a ringtone. So the thing Really? That, Even for your alarm? Oh, my alarm does, but it's just one of the iOS ones. I've never heard an actual alarm go off in a movie and be be mm. worried oh, by yeah. it because I feel like alarms yeah, in movies yeah. even cell phone ones it still is usually just the buzz or the or like just the eh. but I, I or it's a like it's a modern comedy and it'll have the like right and you're like ah it's funny it's Steve Jobs calling yeah but when the when the buzz happens in movies and TV shows it is the most anxiety inducing thing in the entire world and it's always the shot of like the two people who have slept together. Then you mean one the of them vibrator? Had, yeah. Like, then one of them has yeah, to go yeah. to work, and then you just hear as the phone goes, and like yeah. in the foreground, the out of focus mm-hmm. buzzer sort of like uh, goes, as the phone slides across. Yeah, the slides across the desk. Table. Yeah. Oh man, it makes me want to die. It makes me want to die really? always because I hate talking on the phone and I hate everything about waking <laughs> up and all of those things are just now like a buzzer in my mind. Although, yeah. like, I guess if the iPhone uh, duck quack happened then i would feel really anxious because that's what wakes me up in the morning is the buzz oh man the buzz the, plus the quack mm, duck quack yeah yeah but I, I, oh. I have that same feeling when i hear bad to the bone <laughs> <laughs> when you hear a bad piano go <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah whenever they use that licensed you know in a, in a, in a film or, or, uh, or a tv show it just strikes fear because in my it's heart your alarm yeah 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 that was an incredible revelation to me on we were doing a one of the Idle Thumbs Ruination cast for our, our Patreon campaign. And we were trying to figure out which alarm sound to use as our like question timer. Yeah. And all of the <laughs> stupid, just insufferable, cheesy music ones. Each time Nick was like, Oh, that that's my ringtone. Or like, oh, that's that, that, that's, that's my, my alarm. That used to be my alarm. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, that was my ringtone. Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> because it's more grating than than a regular yeah, so it, a regular alarm you to tone. Leap into action. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 I, God, what if every single alarm in every single movie had that like <laughs> cheesy Starbucks <laughs> blue <laughs> guitar? Oh yeah. Oh the yeah. The <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. So that's the thing. That's the thing that I think is a problem with uh, with this theory. I think there is no way out of this. Because a, a phone number that starts with five five five, phone numbers are regulated. There is there's sort of a, fi- a finite yeah. number of prefixes. They all get handled by some regulatory body or true. phone company. Yeah. Whereas 
if you you can't invent a ringtone or a, an alarm buzz pattern because one that will start forming like it'll start forming things in your mind anyway even if you could even if it's not on your phone because if every single movie when someone had to wake up in the morning or when someone annoying called on the phone and it went da 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 da, da <laughs> even if that was now taken off of all other phones yeah you would start going crazy it would be like um the the um man there was someone uh someone named Daniel wrote us months and months and months ago mm. say uh talking about horrible affiliations or good affiliations that he had with audio growing up because he, uh, he said he grew up in Mexico oh, City yeah. this was fascinating. Uh, as a kid in the uh, 80s and uh, on Saturday mornings they would tune to the only channel in, in Mexico City that had animated like American cartoons and it always uh, it was like it went from the static noise because they were off the air in the middle of the night to the test pattern and then it would play uh, Lionel Richie's All Night Long All Night and he said that now, just whenever he hears that song, he's like, "Oh, cartoons are going to happen." Yeah. And he had a friend who would always change the channel uh, whenever he heard the theme song to Mash, hoping his parents wouldn't hear the theme song and send him to bed because when Mash came on TV, it was time for bed. Yeah, that so, meant it was like nine o'clock or whatever. Yeah. So yeah. whenever he, whenever Mash came on, he'd be like, "No, no, no!" It was like turn it off as if like a burglar was driving away and heard the news report talking about a burglary. He's like, "Oh, they're going to hear that it's time for me to go to bed." And turn, <laughs> and turn the radio off ominously. So I think that. I think that if we started having one universal jingle, it would definitely make people behave horribly in response to that. Especially when the thing, like because because phone jingles aren't uh, a ringtones and, and they're not regulated. They're not regulated. Some idiot would immediately because you build up this association with it being the movie one. It would just immediately be on everyone's phone, anyways. Like, oh, you got that movie one. <laughs> right? Like, why would that not happen? Yeah. And then it would yeah. just compound and become just the most obnoxious thing you ever hear. Maybe maybe they should be regulated. Maybe they're... Okay, so there's like two directions what? we could go <laughs> with a regulated ringtone. Maybe all movie ringtones are the same, but also all like real human life ringtones are the same one. So there is one mm. ringtone and alarm sound and it's the one used by every fictional character and every real person also. Uh, so that there's just, it is, there's no special associations. Oh, so every- all, yeah. So just the entire world from now on, do 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 Right. Like that's it. That's the only one that we've got. Yeah. You missed a do 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 in there. I just I shortened it for, for I edited it for the. <laughs> That's podcast. the new one. That's the yeah. regulated one. It's the one. Determined. It's the one actually that probably has shown up on many sitcoms when they don't want to license the Nokia song and they just cut the middle of it out. Right. The but the as I'm saying this, the, this makes me think that this actually might be a. So one of the things that's like starting to happen now is you know like in a movie theater it is generally seen as poor form to have your phone on and to get yeah. like the text message <clears throat> sound, whatever in the theater. Like that is something that I think most people agree is bad. Nonetheless, because it's such a um, increasingly, because cell phones are such an increasingly dominant force in society. You know, I, there was what, like a year or two ago, theater chain, there was like some major theater chain that was like, we're going to allow people to text in our theaters. Cause that's just <laughs> how the, that's, sorry, excuse me. <laughs> Jake's phone just buzzed. Uh, Cause that's just how the world is now. Right. And yeah. then there was a huge backlash and they walked it back. But the fact that a um, like big corporation even thought that that was acceptable suggests to me that it's only a matter of time until that actually does start just creeping into being an accepted part of modern life. Mm-hmm. So 
<clears throat> that's actually really dangerous in the context of everyone having the same ringtone, right? Because then you're, it's less personally identifiable. It's like, oh, just you can pretend right. it's not yours because like, oh, it's the one that we all have. Who's doing the, who's that? Some jerk, but it's you. Uh, so maybe what the regulatory authority does is every single person's ringtone or alarm or like text notification or anything is just a computer saying their name as loudly <laughs> as possible. Yeah. That's so terrible. like you're sitting in the theater, it goes, Nicholas Brecken, <laughs> Nicholas Brecken. So everyone fucking knows. I hate that way more <laughs> than any of this other stuff. <laughs> Because I, all I can imagine is like my mom's voice saying that, which oh, is like, that's, yeah. like, oh, that's even better. If that like, be- like waking me up for school. Like, no, <laughs> Nicholas, oh, God. Mar- oh. Nicholas Martin Brecken, please come to the principal's office. Like, <laughs> yeah. if you left the phone on for long enough, it would say time to get up. Yeah, oh. first, first day of school, then it would like play the sound of like the blinds in your bedroom being opened. Yeah. Uh, oh man, yeah. It's actually, <laughs> it's yes. Oh man. So we, you know, we increasingly are also gonna have the ability to like mimic actual specific mm. human voices model them with synthesis and samples and yeah. then you know control <clears throat> new like you can make a new cg obama that looks exactly like obama and it just like says a bunch of shit in an obama voice and you're like oh right. i guess that's real i don't know um so you could have the your ringtone would be federally mandated to be your mother's voice uh speaking your name and then it would be procedurally mapping the thing it says to the situation at hand. So when you keep sleeping, the, the right. snoozing. The <laughs> First it starts morning. like, you know, dinner, like breakfast is getting cold. And then it goes to just like, the building's on fire. <laughs> yeah, well, it can get creative, right? Because these are, this is like a neural network. It's a learning computer. And so it'll, it'll get more and more and more creative as it goes on. And then eventually these things will just start speaking their own weird robot language. They will mm. eventually just like there was a an article. Oh, it'll that, sound like an alarm clock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. It's just going, eh, 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 but really, yeah. it's just like transmitting data. It's oh, just I say, it's, yeah. One, yeah. it goes, <laughs> <laughs> and then it starts Which, saying, "You've got mail." Right. <laughs> I was reading this article before the um, before the podcast started, and it's about what has happened to AIs that are like being trained in sort of negotiation and trade, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's negotiation software. It's like advanced, it's AI driven negotiation software. And so you have these individual AI agents that are like being trained to negotiate with each other. And they started negotiating in English because that was what the researchers like built into their software, right? So the, it, it outputs like a, a essentially a chat log yeah. That is these AIs talking to each other as they're negotiating the terms of whatever they've been told to negotiate. Right. Right. But then the longer they talk with each other, the more they diverge from actual formalized English and start. They, they have just created their own weird like spinoff language. This sounds, is, like, this sounds like a sort of like derogatory article about millennials texting. <laughs> yeah. It, I mean, it, honestly, it really is like that. I mean, they in the article, they... They uh, they throw out examples of like, yeah, I mean, of, of teens texting or of like military operations, right? Where mm-hmm. there's this like oh, condensed yeah. weird language that isn't actually like... Panicanese or whatever. Yeah. yeah. There's, and, and there's all kinds of cases where people within groups will sort of optimize their language to more closely fit what they're doing. 
but this this language is just bananas. So there's there's these two example AIs are Bob and Alice, mm. uh, in in just in the example um, that they have screenshotted in this article. Bob, I can I I everything else. Dot 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 dot. Alice, balls have zero to me 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 to me. Bob. You, I, everything else. Dot, 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 dot. Alice, balls have a ball. To me, to me, to me, to me, to me. And it, it, Does that and mean something to them? Yes, this all it means something. Okay. But the, the chilling thing about this article is that it points out that there's not really any way for humans to ever learn to speak or understand this language. <laughs> Like we, yeah. we just don't have any, there's no like way in like we can't you can't become bilingual well, in human yeah. and AI speech right like we can't we have no visibility into their thought processes I mean they were pointing out that it's already hard enough to understand advanced AI decisions that we are intentionally sort of allowing for well did, I mean did you guys see the deep mind uh wa- like the they they programmed a uh, like an algorithm to sort of like it's it's this, you know it's it's the Google DeepMind kind of like machine learning thing that they're developing. The but. one that fills paintings with <laughs> eyeballs and stuff. Yeah, but they've now tr- they've now got it like training a little three D character to walk, and it, and watching this thing try to learn to oh, walk, yeah. <laughs> and the way that it finally just develops a typical like walk cycle is like its left arm is straight out, and then its right arm is bent inward, and then it's just constantly like. Pumping its fist and like wildly <laughs> yeah. swinging its right arm it's doing, like, pendulum, to just maintain motion to normal. hold itself on ba- balance, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just, but, but it's it actually its center <laughs> of gravity it, is like what our center of gravity would be. But it's just doing a wildly different thing that makes it look completely goofy. It, it ends that up we looking really, understand. it ends up looking really celebratory and stoked that it learned how to <laughs> yeah, walk. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like is. it's just yeah. like walking while pumping yeah. its arm up in the air. Like, yeah, right, yeah. It's just and just going balls have zero to me to me to me to me That's what your that's what your phone allows is eventually going to become in the morning and it's going to be a perfect simulacrum of your mother's voice right saying balls have Nicholas zero to Bracken, me balls have zero to me to me to me to me to me to me I'm awake I'm awake I'm awake please it will be the most effective alarm imaginable you're like that voice I, it means that I'm in trouble <laughs> it means I can't tell mom what do you mean what do you mean uh, balls have zero to me to me to me to me to me <laughs> You'll also they'll start having a dream where there's a cross stitch that says that uh, hung up in your kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> One of the things they they're they're saying in here is that um, likely a repetition of a phrase like that is actually a count. So it's like instead of saying right. instead of saying if you like if you could say just as a very simple example, I have six boxes. Yeah. I have box, 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 right. for instance. But, I mean, I, I don't know if that's actually what it is in this instance, but that was an example they threw out as like right. the kind of thing that sometimes happens in these Well, because it, it doesn't take them any time to just spit that out and yeah, comprehend exactly. it. It's Whereas like with us, we would, we would just be right. like, why are you saying to me, to me, to me, to me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean, the, 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 the just absolutely bonkers part about this, to me, to me, to me, to me, is that w- is that there's just no way in for us? I wonder if this there. W- it's I wonder in if like plain sight, right? They're this just, reminds me of they like, don't have to hide anything. Oh well, Sorry, just, what, Jake? 
if that style of AI speech, if it does end up sort of settling into a language and becomes reasonably consistent, I wonder, though, if we would end up in a sort of good cyberpunk future where there are people who are vaguely conversant in it, or it's like, I can yeah. read it, and I can kind of understand right. it, but I, I can't yeah. speak it. Yeah. You know, right. you go to another country. I can read the Matrix, but I can't, yeah, like, just like, you know, I can, I can sort of, I can yeah. read the menu, and I, so I know what yeah. I'm going to order when I go to France, mm. but yeah. I'm never going to try to speak point, to the waiter. I just point to the eighth to I don't me, know. and they know what I'm Right, so then you can have, like, that version of a Judd Apatow comedy where, like, the person's alarm yells something totally <laughs> incomprehensible but the audience like ha, 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 oh that means that he fucked up and missed his meeting but you know it's because Paul's mean nothing to me to me to me, to me. It's like a celebrity voice doing his mom and you're like oh man go yeah. classic uh, but you know if you watch that as an audience now like if that movie comes back from the future we're just like what in the man. world is this like oh well uh, you know we're all conversant uh, we're all yeah. sort of we can right. I, mean, I can read AI but I can't speak it you're describing a world in which in Star Wars not only Luke Skywalker, but also the audience understands what R2-D2 is doing. Right, when he goes, yeah, and then the little like weird textures up on the screen, it's like, a Degava system. And everyone's like, oh yeah, of course, these guys, <laughs> it's, it's this robot. He yeah. just knows. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Man, so what What they did when they, re- this, this, by the way, when this happened to these AIs, it was totally unintentional. It was not something that the researchers like expected or in, or intended to happen and they just like turned it off they basically they're like this was a mistake we did not intend to allow for this and they coded in a requirement that the AIs speak in natural language English that's like, rude well yeah but it's I mean it's probably I mean they should have then cloned just, this and left it running without that requirement on a different computer that is not plugged into the internet and just see what happens I think the computers probably did that on their own <laughs> <Just> <laughs> whatever like, mom we'll be over here like talking to Weirdly, it's negotiating. Yeah, yeah. I'll be talking to me, to me, to me, to me, to me, <laughs> yeah. as it's copied itself six times. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. It's it, it just keeps getting longer line by line. Uh, the also the I read in, this article that was linked to us was from Fast Company, and the the author has a weirdly a, a sort of weirdly pro robot propagandistic tint to this thing. He sort of concludes with the argument that like well humans are sure bad at figuring things out so maybe it's better if this like weird inscrutable robot network just figures everything out for us um i mean that's i i can see that perspective humans are bad at existing yeah i mean i guess that's fair and our final act of being bad at existing is to create robots (laughs) (laughs) we're really good at making bad choices let's leave this thing that we created ourselves from nothing uh, on yeah, we we're, we constantly making decisions with weird, unintended consequences and the, the strange trend, repercussions that we couldn't towards imagine. Our own destruction. Maybe we should stop <laughs> making decisions and instead put the decisions in the hand of this unintended consequence we accidentally created. Yeah. We are bad, so we'll make something in our image and then give it autonomy. Yeah, that we can no longer understand. I'm, of course, referring to children. <laughs> yeah. This does remind me when I was in uh, kindergarten... I uh, I wrote, you know, they they have you write things in kindergarten, you know, yeah. to learn how to write. Yeah. But I I was a little behind the curve then, mm. and I um, this is this is long before your days as laureate award winner. Right. Well, like Jura- a year before Jurassic Hang. A year oh, before. Wow. This is so actually a- this story is about how I made the jump. Oh, an intellectual growth spurt. Yeah, and uh, it's because I would write stories. This this is just like me being a stubborn asshole, like I am. But like I would write like a page of like a like a little short story about like Ninja Turtles or something. Nice. But I would only for each word I would only write the first letter of each word because I knew what they meant, oh. and so I would just write like 
LT blah 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 and then what just like it, I don't I bleh, like let the blah 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 like I would just <laughs> write I would just, one in by Nick Brecken yeah. age six but so I would just write these like elaborate things <laughs> and just know what they mean to me to me to me right and uh, I remember when my teacher like called me on it she was like all right Nick listen uh, this is bad and I was like why is it bad I know what the, I, it's yeah. a perfect story you know Shredder does this thing and like the turtles do this and she was like read it back to me just read it to me <laughs> read it to me and I was like um, the turtle walked down the um, what does R mean fuck <laughs> shit uh, alright fine you I'll learn really, how to, I'll yeah, learn how to write crude crude kindergarten yeah whatever. just yeah. rude language yeah I was I was a jerk F <laughs> what does this mean what does this letter stand for <laughs> to me to me to, to me, me to me to me yeah anyway <laughs> <laughs> but I just feel like if I had stayed in that state and was an artificial intelligence that I clearly would have developed a rapport, and you yeah. know what I mean. Like I feel like it's similar yeah. in that respect. But I'm, I guess it's good that I learned how to write. <laughs> Man, so your teacher really succeeded in yeah. changing your mind. I mean, she really she presented an argument. You were yes. obstinate. She said she didn't just say it was work wrong. Work through your claim here. Yeah. Work through your assumption. Yeah. Yep. You did. She she let me be hoisted, and that yeah. is how you learn. And then a year later, you won a laureate award yeah. for your rip-off plagiarism. <laughs> <laughs> well, no one told me about that. No one proved that that yeah, was bad. Right. That was yet Actually, come. society, I don't think, generally proves that that's bad. Society so, has, uh, in fact, rewarded you. I mean, look at yeah, you today. Yeah, yeah, today, today. Uh, well, should we take a break? <laughs> we should. All right. This episode of Important If True is brought to you by Quip. Wow, that was really clean. Thanks, Jake. I ruined it. <laughs> you can... You can Fix your ruined teeth by brushing well every day uh, with, you know, any toothbrush really. But if you want it to be a little bit easier, you can use an electric toothbrush from Quip. TryQuip.com slash thumbs will get you $10 off your first brush head refill, which are sent every three months to your home. So your electric toothbrush always has those nice, properly frayed brush heads those bristles that scrape all that plaque off. Um, they come with a new battery for the toothbrush as well each time. Uh, you can get a toothpaste plan in there as well. So just everything you need to take excellent care of your mouth is uh, is ready for you. Oh, and I would recommend those little, uh, little floss picks as well. I've been using those. Those are great. Mm. Um, anyway, tryquip.com slash thumbs will get you $10 off your first brush head refill and those plans start at under $10. So um, depending on what you go for there, you basically got a, the first one entirely free. Um, yeah, I've been using this thing for several months. My dentist f- flipped his shit last time I went in Gross. with my Quip, my Quip brushed teeth. <laughs> Get in on that. Tryquip.com slash thumbs. Wow, this has been rambly. Sorry. Tryquip.com slash thumbs. That URL one more time. Tryquip.com slash thumbs. It's a toothbrush. Shout out. We have a shout out. Shout out. Mm-hmm. From Ethan. Rah, rah. Ethan. <laughs> Ethan writes, hey, thumbs, my name is Ethan, and I live in a small town called Marysville, Kansas. About a month ago, you read an email from my best friend, Jake. If you don't recall, he's the one who wrote in about one of his students getting a misspelled insane clown posse tattoo on his chest. <laughs> 
when you heard when we heard you read his email, we were in the car on a road trip to Michigan to be in a wedding for another friend of ours. When we realized you were reading his email, we exploded with excitement. That's why I made this shout out. I wanted to see if I could make lightning strike twice. On Saturday, July 8th, it was Jake's turn to get married. And I figured that a big shout out to him and his lovely wife, Brittany, from his favorite podcast crew might be just the thing. I know that Chris and Mr. Rodkin are fairly recently married, and if you have any solid advice for the newlyweds, I'm sure it would be appreciated. Though you could probably skip the part where you tell them not to get terrible tattoos. Thanks a lot, Thumbs. You guys are the best, Ethan. Well, happy wedding. Congrats. To Jake. Oh, thanks, Chris. And to Jake. That's true. Um, I regret getting my uh, terrible wedding tattoo, so good on you guys <laughs> for not getting that. Um, people watching this on YouTube can see the tattoo in plain sight. Yeah. I... I'm, I want to point out a sort of a theme running through this email that I don't know if Ethan realizes. I think there might be something subconscious going on here. Is there like a secret rhyming meter or something to this? No, God, I wish, maybe. Uh, <laughs> the thing I wanted to point out is that he says they exploded with excitement. He wants his best friend to explode again. <laughs> he wants to see if he could make lightning strike twice. There seems <laughs> to be some kind of like immolation based <laughs> subconscious right. desire. We're in fact uh, unwittingly uh, engaged in some sort of wizard's duel, I think. <laughs> yes. <laughs> by way of by way of reading this email, are we causing you know, we're just some tiny piece of an incantation. If this comes out of a car stereo, that car will explode or we'll get a bad tattoo. I mean, my 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 wedding advice is just keep that shit to the astral plane. Leave that out of your marriage. Don't bring your wizard duel business mm. into the home. It's not it's it's just a recipe for disaster. There are many dimensions in which we can we can exist. Yeah. Keep that shit in a different one, mm -hmm. not in this one. That is my advice as a podcast uh, person who suspects he may be embroiled in a wizard's scheme. And a happily married man. And a happily married man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, congrats, Jake. Thanks, Ethan. Um, if you would like to purchase a shout out on this show or other shows on our network, you can do so by going to store.idlethumbs.net um, for your per personal or commercial means um, yeah store at idlethumbs.net for more details on that alright we're back okay <laughs> uh, to me to uh, me to fine. me it's fine it's fine, fine by fine, me fine, me, fine, me, fine. me 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 <laughs> la 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 <laughs> speaking of weird uh, uh, bots I am speaking of it yeah did you guys see this thing oh, where uh, a bot somebody programmed a bot to take stock image, like f stock photos uh -huh. from the internet, throw them on like just like a Photoshop PSD of an iPhone case. Oh my God, yes. Okay, you've seen this. Oh, oh yeah. My God, yeah, I saw okay, this. Okay, okay. Oh, this is one of the most incredible things that is. I am really happy about oh, this. Oh my God, yeah. Uh, I mean, you know. So you keep explaining what it is. Yeah, we know so, what it is. But so, yeah, yeah. So, so, so this bot just throws these things on Amazon. Just nonstop iPhone cases with just any stock photo with that it finds. anything, yeah. yeah, and um, and then titles them appropriately. Yeah, what the stock photo was called, right. probably. Jason yeah. wrote in to tell us this, but but uh, he pulled out a few choice covers that I mean, this is just as examples. Yeah, uh, you know, I mean, you've got nice ones like "Man Fishing by the Lake." I mean, they're search terms essentially sure, yeah, like because it's a bot is just finding yeah. images on Google. Um, so you know, fishing man, you know, nice guy by the lake. 
Or also, is it really? Is that like a, that's your example of a nice one? Is like some random man, lonely man, <laughs> all by himself by the lake. <laughs> I don't know. It sounds nice to me. Uh, but no. But then there are just like sick old man suffering from <laughs> diarrhea and indigestive problem. Oh, no. <laughs> Heroin spoon and syringe. Cell phone cover. <laughs> uh, old woman with asthma inhaler. Cell phone case. <laughs> like and this just goes on and on. Like they never stop. I mean, they just get more and more strange, like like antique Russian Orthodox icon, the Old Testament tr- Trinity cell phone cover case, I mean, or it's... grilled fish carp with lemon on a frying pan grill cell phone case, or girl with a hearing aid, hearing aid in the ear close-up cell phone case. Hearing <laughs> in the ear close-up. Yeah. Old man thoughtfully with his wife's hand over his shoulder cell phone case. <laughs> God, being a stock photographer, it seems like one of the secret great jobs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or rather, being the person who thinks of what to commission I don't, from the stock photographer. I don't think you commission at this point. I think that those people actually just are like, oh, yeah, yeah I got Okay, we're bringing it to one of the hearing again. This is going to be artists. great. They're, and then they're independent artists. They I think a lot of that stuff they, is just a marketplace at this point where yeah. you just list everything that you could possibly think of that you <laughs> photographed and hope. And I've, you've got to optimize for the good ones. So you basically probably, I assume what those people do is they pay a flat fee to models. Yeah. Who mm. come into a blank white room and then just like, all right, guys, let's go. Spitball. No bad ideas. Let's go. Let's get this going. Close up on hearing aid. Great. Licking hearing aid. All right. Let's get that carp. Can we get the hearing right. aid woman next to the carp? And behind next ear as if unable yeah. to hear with other person kissing hearing aid. Got it. Put, <laughs> let's get some food in here. Yeah, get that fish. <laughs> Cheese wheel on body instead of table cell phone case. <laughs> uh, if I'm not mistaken, that board body is spelled baddie. It is baddie. It is spelled baddie. Wow. Yeah, well done, Jake. You I became cut. slightly You're an aficionado of this. She's well okay. on baddie. She's well on baddie <laughs> sounds <laughs> like, yeah. How is baddie how is, formed? How is, that, yeah, there how is, is cheese yeah. wheel on baddie cell phone case yeah. formed? <laughs> Answer, a weird bot has a Photoshop template and an Amazon API token. Right. <laughs> Cheese wheel being given to me, to me, to me, to me, to me. <laughs> oh, God. Maybe these uh, cell phone cases are not random, and there actually is a conversation between two bots for whom these images actually have pictographic meaning. Oh, my meaning. God. Yeah, right. this is... this, Or this is just a, like, a key no, it's to like the, the hacking it's thing. It's like the Britney Spears Instagram that's what, yeah, that's, yeah. feed. Right. This is... this the Cheese these... wheel on baddie. Then, meanwhile, bop, 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 to me, to me, to me. Somewhere, <laughs> like, something is just uh, siphoning money out of someone's bank account now because yeah, of right. baddie cheese. Yeah, if you order a specific combination yeah. of these to your home uh, you oh, you'll will be get- visited by an assassination drone <laughs> instantly or you will win one million one thousand dollars <laughs> depending yeah. on what these robots have thought about you right depending on what they predicted you to purchase <laughs> I mean for each of these there's only one left in stock so I wonder if it's That's just because that there are just- thousands of them and you have to order the correct one and once that has been ordered the bit is flipped what? <laughs> Wait, there's one in stock? It's because they yeah, haven't been made one. yet. It's because none of yeah, them yeah, are yeah. any yeah. in stock. Because it can upload the it's JPEG. Just, yeah, it, it, how it cuts the, it off before. How is one yeah. being in stock? So that it's not a pre-order interface. Because if there were right. zero in stock, uh, it would right. say, alert me when this is available. Yeah. So but, why don't they just say 9,999 I don't stock? know. Maybe they don't want there to be a run on them. Yeah. Everyone's going crazy for Too that cheese Too many cheese wheel on baddie. Cheese wheel on baddie is a popular item. Cheese wheel on baddie. This, this, by the way, this concept, this like bot generated um, uh, mass manufactured print on demand goods from Amazon is 
incredibly widespread. I mean, oh, this I'm is sure. the most like beautiful, sublime example of yeah. it that I've encountered. But it's it's absolutely everywhere. Yeah. It's everywhere. I there's a there's a popular there's a sort of like distressingly popular genre of um I I guess like matching sort of jewelry for that's intended for like fathers and daughters who are getting it's like a daughter who's getting married and a father who's like quote giving her away mm-hmm. and it'll it'll be, be like bracelets or something and then the 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 dad's bracelet will will say something like I will always be your daddy or something. And then hmm. the I'm serious. And then the, the daughter's bracelet will say something like you were the first man I ever loved. Mm-hmm. And there are these like matching things that they give each other. And it's like kind of creepy and like a little bit. Nah. Yeah. So yeah. Th- this is this is it's just like a trope that you will encounter when you see a lot of these sort of goods on the Internet. And I came across a bunch the other day that were a weird example of that kind of what I assume is like sort of a like Christian kind of like certain denomination like trend thing uh, or a certain cultural thing. I don't know. Um, intersecting with this like bot generated thing where stuff ends up in a context that maybe doesn't make quite the most sense uh, where a pair of cufflinks, both of which mo- I found multiple sets of cufflinks with this exact like thing going on where they're both intended to be worn by the same person had like both parts like a left both and right messages yeah it had a left and mm. right but they're both meant to be worn by the same person like what do they say well they said these exact things they said like daddy's little girl oh, like, and then like, also like I'll always be your so daddy so these phrases but it's the it, same was, person. it was trying to sort of text scrunch them into as many like mass produced products as it possibly exactly. could exactly right 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 but they but they ended up on products both of which are meant to be worn by a single individual. Uh, right. Yeah. So got it. Yeah. Or I guess I mean it could conceivably just be meant for robots that themselves contain an entire like, right. human <clears throat> family unit. That 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 explains why I have cufflinks that just say to me to me on each <laughs> and, of them. Yeah, daddy's little girl <laughs> and, and she's wheel on baddie. You you, <laughs> you you backhand you Instead sort of, of table. backhand yeah. wrist punch people with them an appropriate number of times to imprint into their forehead the proper number of two me's to oh, communicate the message like that you when convey. When Edgar Wright Jr. makes a movie in that sort of future universe where everyone understands bot language, he definitely has a character that has like brass a little to me cufflink that he accidentally mm-hmm. ordered off Amazon yeah. that he then ends by punching an AI in the face and says, to me, to me, to me, to me, over <laughs> and over again. And it's an yeah. amazing callback to his yeah. alarm clock. <laughs> yeah, exactly everyone laughs right. knowingly. I wonder if there's enough of that stuff on Amazon that you could buy an entire wardrobe of bot-generated trash. Oh, there's pro. I mean, I wouldn't I'm be sure. surprised if there's like shirts and jackets and stuff with full print, just garbage. Yeah, yeah. like just, huge yeah. Goldblum faces and stuff. That feels yeah. like that feels like a good future aesthetic to me. Like yeah. an, e- an easy, easy one of just like I just bought bot-manufactured goods off of Amazon, and then from that point on, I just got whatever it suggested for me. I figure it knows best because once right. you get yeah, once sort you of, start once you dig that channel deep yeah. enough, Amazon will happily yeah, it'll just, self-perpetuate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that could be any of our new look. Well, I, a thing that people sent us a lot of times in the mail that we've never mentioned on the air because it's it's so visual uh, is that there is I mean this is this does extend to many goods including like shower curtains uh-huh. and mm. there is a very popularly oh, yes. linked 
shower curtain that is just a massive <coughs> print of Jeff Goldblum's close-up face from Jurassic Park, right? From, oh no, from from Life Aquatic, I think. Oh, is yeah, from Life Aquatic. Yeah. I think you're right. Yeah, and it it is sort of surreal <sighs> to see, like the ability to have a sort of full bleed image like that on yep. a, on something like a shower curtain is kind of breathtaking. Maybe you should order one that is your Amazon recommendations page and get that on a shower curtain. God, <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> well, uh, at one point, your shower curtain will just be an e-ink display that displays that every morning. Yeah, because you'll have true. a little Amazon device look at a nice camera. Brain to figure out what your, yeah. what your mood is yeah. that day and how much of it is Jeff Goldblum. And one time, it will prank you by just turning it into a video screen of you inside the shower. Oh, and no. you'll never oh, trust gross. it ever again. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, my, oh God. my God. That's disgusting. And then it will start offering you a product with that video. It's, fuck it. Won't ever put it on the shower curtain. What? Wait, so it's going to like God. CG? This is when, you, when you're, you're, your smart house's revenge is when it authenticates through Amazon and starts offering you t-shirts and mugs and uh, uh, iPhone cases, etc. of just pictures of yourself walking around your house. Oh, no. God, Smart guys, House 3. Do you guys oh. remember the David Fincher movie, The Game? Yeah. Yes. The, I remember, I saw that movie when it came out, and what 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 was that, like 97 or 97? Yeah, it was like late 90s. 98, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was, so I was like, you know, 13 to 15 when I saw that, which is like, I, 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 Watch, rewatched it recently, and this did not creep me out the same. I remembered this. I, I remember the scene where he comes home, and there's like crazy graffiti and like fucking clown shit in his house. I remember that <laughs> as being just utterly terrifying. Yeah. Um, imagine the version of that where everyone's house, like every surface, is just sort of a seamless video display. Mm-hmm. And it's, yeah. you know, the intended effect is like pastoral scenes and sort of soothing right. seascapes right. and whatever. But yeah, imagine the moment when your house trolls you and every fucking visible surface of everything in your home is a picture of you in the shower or you <laughs> like sort of just looking kind of just off, just like two right. degrees away from your sight line. Right. Or uh, you dead. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Yeah. No. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's a bad world where you, where your your alarm clock wakes you up by yelling your name, and then you walk into the shower <laughs> and see a picture of yourself dead. Jesus, that was <laughs> so much darker than I expected. Oh my god! Wake up! <laughs> oh. <laughs> to me, to me, to me, yeah, to, to me, me, to me, to me. Oh, I must. Oh, oh, yeah. You just wouldn't go home ever. No. Good lord. Well, I was actually also imagining the version of this where it's a live video on every surface that's capturing you. Mm-hmm. So you're literally, like, every time you move, it's, right. like, it's like seeing like a yourself on television, but just on every yeah. surface. Like, you would just yeah. basically freeze up. Like, you'd be like a, like a scared animal. I'm obsessed yeah. with and grossed out by the aesthetic of a home where every single area in it, as many as possible... Uh, like are covered with e-ink or really cheap LCD displays because that seems like that is a total possible aesthetic mm-hmm. as like LCD square inch cost goes down, especially for just low res ones. Yeah. That, so you could just like your Ikea bookshelf could just have you unroll LCD displays over right. all of the edges of it, then plug right. it into the network and just every fucking mm-hmm. surface in your house that doesn't have a random other household good on it is just all being controlled by some stupid screensaver. I mean, what, oh, that is just then, like that's such a good modern trashy aesthetic that oh, you yeah. think is classy. You know, well, the, yeah. the, the uh, what would happen like is the version probably of gold the, metal everywhere. The really like <laughs> the sort of Steve Jobsian super wealthy person who sort of is really invested with their own sense of extremely refined taste. What their house would be would have the highest possible 
pixel density, like highest resolution displays well, then everywhere. Sort of be... But then they would just have everything would just look like a really nice material. Or it would be just no have... weird moving right. stuff. Or it it's like just, just soft like colors, a... like soft colors sort of ambiently right. light everything to always look like a photography studio. Exactly. Or yeah. you mm-hmm. go somewhere else and it's literally like the Windows XP wallpaper or like the Windows 95 right. wallpaper, <laughs> right. but like a video. Right. And playing bad music loudly. Yeah. That's like yeah. the stock well, like, model. Like blue screen like, DOS props. Where, like, uh, <laughs> Like where's crack key gen music? Like quite what I meant, but sure. <laughs> you know, like, that's, that's a very true. specific. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's well, that's the like, hotel version. That's you check it in a hotel, <laughs> right? Yeah. And it's playing a key gen yeah. song. <laughs> Canyon dot mid. Yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Why is it playing a keychain? What are you? Are you trying to crack the like really nice like upscale version of it? Like you're just, yeah, you're you're just showing cr- what a cool, cracking like, photography you're studio you're showing, backgrounds. You uh, said it has like a Windows ninety five background. I meant, I meant, that it, like, I meant just not, like your nineties throwback, you know, <laughs> situation. I, I meant that you would have like something that's supposed to be calming and nice. That's like a pastoral <laughs> scene, but like, it's actually just the right. most garish thing in the world uh, to have filling your no. house. Chris I was right. thinking like Siri plays Zombocom on every surface. Yeah, I yeah. didn't. Like, <laughs> I, didn't <laughs> I thought you were going to like the '90s computing <laughs> yeah. throwback because you're also because you're that you. That could also that be seems... cool. Where you're like, I oh, check out my house, and then it just plays like a Dragon Force song turned into a MIDI file. <laughs> 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 Listen to how well this FM synth fucking shreds. It sounds yeah. like you're really at a concert. Really whips the donkey's ass. (laughs) Do 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 do. (laughs) Oh geez, God, sorry, that's my. I got, I got an appointment. (laughs) Yeah, that that person's to me, to me, to me robot thing is just Doctor Spazzo. Mine's not an advanced synthesis. To me, to me, to me, to me. I would be so happy. Balls mean nothing. To me, to me. <laughs> that aesthetic was never big enough culturally for this to be the case, but it would be so good if, like, okay, Siri would never do this, but maybe like the Google Voice or one of the ones that has a store and the ability to customize to be able to say, fuck you, give me Dr. Spazzo voice for my digital voice oh, assistant. Oh, that would be oh, so yeah. cool. So it's like, the next one, turn left. Like, that was just yeah. a terrible voice. Yeah, 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 but yeah. you're like, you know, if robot voices get good enough that you deliberately want the aesthetic of like, yeah. oh, well, you want give me Stephen Hawking. Well, yeah, like, just th- give me that voice. Yeah, well, you'd want it, it, once robots become indistinguishable from humans. Like once those voices are so good, I think it, it, there, there has to be an aesthetic where it's like, no, 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 they're robots, like and like that's like the cool like thing how is to point in, out that they're like robots. Your yeah. cell phone always having to make a camera noise, or the yeah. or people yes. who keep yeah. trying to regulate electric cars to make yeah. them have to go right when they stop at a stoplight. Oh, is that like, a thing? People have talked about that a lot mm. because you wish it, it went, does actually freak me out. You wish it makes the Mac startup sound. Yeah, yeah. I mean, right. isn't Apple no, isn't just, Apple actually uh, working on self driving cars? Yeah, but they're also getting rid of that startup sound, which oh, is that's making true. everyone mad. Yeah, that's mm. true. That's true. That's true. Yeah, to me, to me, to me, to me. Well, should we endorse? Yeah, we could endorse. <laughs> endorse? Uh, should we? I guess we should. I guess we should. I will start off. I am going to endorse two, uh, two. I guess online tools. Um, for getting around, or for I guess for travel-related purposes. So since I, I mentioned um, sort of air travel and, and deals, I am going to recommend Google Flights, which I think is less well, sort of it's less frequently discussed than tools like Expedia and Kayak and Priceline and all that, but it, in my opinion is by far 
the sort of best and most usable and least like crap filled one of those sites. It's Google Flights. It's just google.com slash flights. It's an incredibly clean website. It will find you the lowest price from each airline and it will link you directly to that airline's site to book the flight instead of making you book through its own interface. Um, It's really, really useful for comparing flight prices across a bunch of dates, looking at a calendar to find the cheapest one. It's got all sorts of filters that apply very, very quickly instead of like reloading the whole page and running. It's just a really, really good service and it's very clean. It feels very lightweight compared to a lot of the uh, sort of flight comparison websites. And I use it at great length anytime I'm, I'm planning a flight anywhere. It's Google Flights, google.com slash flights. And then um, pairing that with uh, an app that I only recently got turned on to, but I, I guess a lot of people have been using it for a long time. So if you're one of them, sorry to he- hear this again. It's called City Mapper, and it's an it is an app for your phone, you know, iOS, Android, uh, and it is a really, really advanced version of a sort of transit focused app. So it's not for car directions. It's for, you know, um, metro, bus, walking, bicycling, um, that kind of transit. And it is just by far the most detailed, in-depth one of these I've ever encountered. It's really incredible. I've actually found it to, ironically, not be that useful in my hometown of San Francisco, where the transit system is just not as extensive as it is in some cities. But in places like New York, London, Paris, places with really extensive um, transit networks, uh, this app is incredible, down to the point of even telling you, like, this is the exit you'll, this is like the entrance or exit you'll use into to get into the underground station. Like, you should get in the front car or the middle car or yeah, the back that's car. Because that one will be the one that mm. leads you closest <clears throat> to the exit you're going to use. Um, it's just a, it's very, very, very deeply integrated with the cities that it serves. And it you can... Um, set it up to work offline, and it's just an incredibly useful tool. City Mapper. That's really cool. It's great, Chris. So, I oh, I want to I want to turn this into a triple travel endorsement from you. Uh huh. What is the website that you've had me use a couple of times when I have had an airline booking that is th- through one airline but carried by another one? You told me about the website oh. of the, 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 the the company that actually runs all that stuff and how you can. It's basically yeah. a, a debugging tool yeah. for your online travel. Oh, yeah, stuff. good. Yeah, so this is a triple. Threat this was like here. the most helpful thing I've ever learned, but I've since forgotten it. Uh, it's called Tripcase. Okay, Tripcase.com. So the the primary function of Tripcase is that you can sort of add all of your. Um, travel itineraries to it mm-hmm. uh, you and the thing Jake is describing is that if you have an uh, a trip that is that was marketed by one airline but operated by a different airline <coughs> often what you can do with tripcase is put in your six letter confirmation code into tripcase and then it will spit back also the confirmation code for the airline that actually operates the flight yeah that's so you can use it to check in I remember I booked like on American and it, but it was actually an Alaska flight or something like yeah. that, and I could, for the life of me, not check into my flight because I had mm-hmm. some other airline's confirmation number. Mm-hmm. And it was so nice to know that I could go to yeah. that site and it would tell me the actual facts about my flight. Mm-hmm. Airline facts: uh, Google Flights, City Mapper, and Tripcase, the triple pronged travel-related endorsement. All right, Nick, uh, I'm going to endorse. Um, also applications, uh, software, <laughs> also yes. applications, oh, also applications.com. Um, no, I, uh, so just very quickly, my dad, um, 
constantly calls me up. I don't live in the same city as him. Constantly calls me up asking for like tech support mm. advice, you know, as parents occasionally do. Sure. Um, and, uh, you know, over the years, it's just gotten worse and worse um, where, you know, he has a Mac now, he has an iPhone, just constant issues. With his computer, though, it can get very bad where he's like screwed something up and my email's gone. You know, it's just like, oh, God, you know, how am I going to help you over the phone? Uh, just take, the, I'm endorsing just taking the 10 minutes that takes to walk your parents through setting up a remote uh, uh, desktop sharing mm. application yeah. such as Chrome Remote Desktop or TeamViewer. What was um, the first one you said? Chrome Remote, Chrome Remote Desktop. It's Chrome Remote Desktop. Oh, I never yeah, used yeah. that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's it's the same as TeamViewer, really. I mean, yeah. you, you know, the 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 person on the other end ha- gets a code. You enter that code on your end, and then now you've got control over their desktop. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! Like, I don't know why I hadn't. I mean, I guess because I didn't want to t- <laughs> actually help. But like, I finally sat down. And I was like, <laughs> All right, I just can't the code. Uh, no, work, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, Dad. Just figure it out. Like, it doesn't seem to be working to me. To me. To me. To me. Yeah, to me. but lately he's just been going into th- places like the AT and T store and having them walk him through like applications on his phone that he doesn't know how to use and I'm like alright I'll save those poor people this, the trouble yeah. and actually help my dad like for two hours fix yeah. his shit if you just take over the computer it's so much like over the phone it's like infuriating because parents mm-hmm. don't know how to describe what is on screen often <laughs> parents so, don't know how to describe what's on screen they parents don't they don't they're <laughs> just like oh condition the, of the thingy over here with the thing it's like oh god so like you know just take control of the computer st- walk them through step by step what you're doing and it actually like it was a really good experience my dad learned a few things he felt more like because he saw an expert hand at work yes he saw tech whiz Nick Brecken. <laughs> fl- fl- the mouse is moving on its own, and then he hung up. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm it's taking magic. This in. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's my endorsement. Chrome. So, so the, your options Chrome, here are Chrome Remote Desktop, Team Viewer. Uh, you know, I'm sure there are other applications that allow yeah. this yeah. to happen, right, we'll but those. those are two free examples. Cool. Okay. Jake, uh, I'm going to link a short article that I read on the internet. It was. Uh, it's at proofreader.com. Uh huh. Um. Spelled weirdly, it's P R O O F F reader, uh, but whatever. So proof reader with two Fs. Yes, it's proof um, reader. Proof reader. It, the article is uh, called "Graphing the Distribution of English Letters Letters Towards the Beginning, Middle, or End of Words," and it's uh, hmm. they took a sort of just a huge collection of of books and journals and just looked at the distribution of letters in the English language and where they fall in those words, and then they made a visual graph of each letter and sort of how frequently it is located where in the English language. It's They don't draw any conclusions from it because there aren't really any to be drawn. Like, you know, weird words, like or like things like Z and Y are often at the end of words, and some other letters are often in the middle of words, whatever. Like, you're not going to be enlightened in any way from this article, but... You're not going to learn how to understand the weird language of bots yeah, no, you're abso- absolutely not. No, they hide that information from you. Their distribution graph would look very different. But it's just one of those things that, like, looking at it made me think about how language is constructed and how mm-hmm. alphabets work sort of just in an ambient way in my brain differently than I had before, and I That's thought it was cool. a cool thing. So, What's the name of the article again? Uh, graphing the distribution of English letters towards the beginning, middle, or end of words. Okay, so it does what it says on the tin. Yes, it yeah. does. All right, Interesting. Well, we will link all of these things in the episode description on our website, importantoftrue.com, and also in whatever podcast reader you use. Each episode's description will have, always has all these links in there. Uh, And I think that's it for this week's Important If True. Thank you for listening. If you enjoy this show, 
consider telling a friend or giving us a rating and review on iTunes. These things help us out a lot. They're basically the only way we have to get the word out there, and we really appreciate everyone who has done so to date. Uh, If you want an ad-free version of this podcast, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash idlethumbs, and uh, all the details are there. Um, And uh, we're actually, I think, in just a couple, I think this weekend is going to be our next Ruination stream mm-hmm. uh, online Q and A thing for uh, with answering questions asked by Patreon uh, subscribers. So that's coming up, and uh, yeah, that's it. If you have any questions for us, if you have any conundrums um, that we can be addressed, if you need our advice or answers on anything, you can email questions at importantiftrue.com and we will do our best to address those as uh, in as much detail and thoroughness as we can. Thank you for listening. We'll be back next week. Bridal Thumbs, I'm Chris Remo. I'm Nick Brecken. I'm Jay Crodkin. Stay spicy. Oh, my goodness. on baddie.